Hi, and welcome to Let's Listen with Kieran Abreen. My name's Andrew Ward, and I'm here with Kieran today. Happy New Year, Kieran. It's the 1st of January 2023. It is. Happy New Year to you, Andrew, and Happy New Year to all our wonderful listeners out there. And thank you all so much for downloading and supporting our show. Before we get into it, did you have a nice New Year's Eve? I had a lovely New Year's Eve. We sat down and we watched the movie The Holiday. So it was very rock and roll. Right, we're going to talk about that later. Now, on today's show, we're going to talk about New Year's goal setting and resolutions. Now, 99.999% of them fail, but we're going to talk a little bit more about how they can be successful, aren't we? We are. I mean, you've, you've already used the word resolution. and I think we need to bend that word, you know, because they're not realistic. No. And as you said, people don't follow through. So, Look, a bit of goal setting is very important. It doesn't have to be the 1st of January. No. Nope. It's just the old cliche. Um, but just a couple of tips for, for people out there that will support them on making some goals. Because people do, you know, set goals at the start of January and, you know, many don't follow through. So maybe, hopefully, potentially, a couple of little tips from us here today will support them on the journey. Okay, so what's your top tip one then? Well, I would, I would always look at uh, SMART goals, you know, that's, that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. And just to give people a brief overview on these, if they haven't um, heard of them, you know, it's the specificness. The goal has to be clear. I always get people to write the goal down. Mm. If you can't write it down, if you can't put it on paper, it's not clear enough. If you're, to contradict that, if you're writing an essay on your goal it's not specific enough yeah yeah a little sentence to keep it specific is very important and very powerful so something like i'm guessing i want to lose weight which is a really common one that is not a specific goal is it no that's extremely generic extremely generic so so if i was working with you now andrew i'm going to put you under <laughs> under the spotlight <laughs> okay. here so how can you make that more specific so i you would say something like i want to lose 3 kilos Wonderful. And that's it. It's as simple as that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like thinking what's the first thing that comes to your mind and just kind of pinpointing it down, drawing it closer and being more specific about what you actually want to achieve. Setting a goal is a journey. Hmm. OK, so it's like a marathon, for example. And, you know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and say, OK, I'm going to run a marathon. There's obviously different stages. So stage one of running a marathon, to be specific here, would be to to run run one mile, two mile, three mile, okay, this week, and then next week, progress, progress. So this is where measurable comes in. So how can you measure it? Well, you know, your specific target for week one is to run five mile, okay? So that's measurable. Then next week is to run 15, and the following week, and so on, and so on, and so on. But that's just an example. You can give your scale, yourself a scale from one out of 10. So where are you on your journey? And for running the marathon, the specific target could be for some people putting your trainers on that could be a specific absolutely 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 i'm going to reference the uh, beautiful um cartoon show i seen last week the boy the fox mm. the mole and the horse and um, i'm not sure if i've described it um, the title correctly but um the boy said something along the lines of you know i'm so far away from home or something or you know i've got so far to go and the horse beautifully said but look how far you've come Mm. And that's something we all need to realize. So what, it, 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 that fits in nicely to, to, to measuring your goal because we need to look back sometimes to see how far we've come. 
and keep them, you know, to create these stages. It's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But by, by making it measurable, we can tick off the stage and we get, we get a great buzz out of ticking off different things we've done. Yeah, exactly. You know, so use that, use that. So we've got specific, we've got measurable. What's next? Yeah, we've now got achievable. Okay, so be realistic with your goal. Um, I'd, I'd be on lots of events and um, people are getting on stage and they're talking about, this is what I'm going to achieve. And and from a from financial perspective, you see all these advertisements, Andrew, where people talk about, oh, make, make $10,000 in two months, you know, this, whatever mm. figure. It's, it's all nonsense. <laughs> it's all nonsense, you know. <laughs> and so you ha- your goal has to be achievable. Let's look at the marathon example again. It's not achievable to say I'm going to run a marathon next week. But it might be achievable to say I'm going to do a 6K next week. Mm. You know, so um, so making your goal achievable and realistic is very important. And, and the reality is, too, if your goal is not realistic or achievable, you're going to give up. Because unfortunately, you're going to fail. You've set the bar too high. Now, some people would argue my case here and say no no you got to aim high aim for the stars and that's all well and good but there's a high dropout rate when we aim for the stars because it's not achievable so we have to be very smart when we're goal setting to make our goal realistic if it's realistic we keep we keep them wins and we keep hungry for achieving that end product I think that is it's a really important point, isn't it? Because no, you can't run a marathon. Well, I suppose you could run a marathon next week if you really wanted to, or you could at least walk it. But you've got to try and find that sweet spot just between what does stretch you, what does push you, what will make you do more than what is something that is just so far away that you're never going to be able to do that. Okay, so we've got specific, measurable, achievable. What was the last one? Well, we've now got relevant, and there's yeah. different acronyms for this where, where, where there's different um, meanings, but I'm going with relevant here. And a very simple one, is just stay on track. Stay on track. So if, if your goal is to improve your sleeping, then everything around that has to be relevant. Your bedtime routine needs to be relevant. Your diet before sleeping needs to be relevant. Your bedding, you know, your, 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 your pillows, et cetera, et cetera. Silly example here, but I'm just trying to get away from the marathon as, a, as I've already mm. used this a few times. Um, but keep it relevant. So stay on track, stay on target to your goal. So we've got specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and finally? Time bound. Set deadlines. You know, so for example, what do you want to achieve in one week, one month, six months? Your goal setting it's, it's not for the whole of 2023, it's for your target. So when you reach your target, then you set a new goal. So if your target is, 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 you know, is not achieved yet, well, some parts of it you know, can be achieved in a specific time. So what's measurable in a week, in two weeks? What's achievable in a week? What's, you know, keeping it relevant and now time bound. And, and with this, it's important that you have your time frame and with every stage of your time frame, you celebrate that win. Mm. You know, it could be a case of just, just giving yourself a tap on the back and saying, yep, done. And again, this tick boxing exercise, it's so powerful because it makes you feel good. We're achieving, we're productive. And when we're productive, we're happier, you know? So create your time frame and, and, and reward yourself with the small wins, small steps. I know some people will roll their eyes at, at this and, you know, this is all just, you know, 
out there, but I've got a good friend who does this and had the things he's achieved is amazing that he at the start of the year, he sits down and goes, what do I want to have achieved by the end of the year? And then he breaks that down into, I think he breaks it down into the half year, then he breaks it down into quarters, then he breaks it down into months, then he breaks it down into weeks. And that process takes him a few hours at the start of the year. But he knows and he measures himself. And as he goes through, he measures himself and he splits it between financial, health, family, work. And he achieves he achieves great things by going through this process. Absolutely. Some of my clients, Andrew, simply, you know, have sessions for goal setting. And it's just a case of creating an awareness of, of where you want to go and, and how you're going to achieve it and when you're going to achieve it, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you mentioned there are some people who roll up their eyes. Of course they will. And that's fine because it's just not for them. And that's the whole thing about this whole industry. We can't preach. We can't push it on people who's not ready or who don't want it. Remember, everything I say in our shows, everything, all the stuff, the resources, the skills, it's a toolkit. It's a toolkit to dip in and pick a, pick a mix what works for you because what works for you may not work for me and so on and so on. So we've got our top tip one, which is our smart, be smart. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. What's the top tip number two? Well, for me, is, is to get your state right in order to be in a, in a correct place, a good place to achieve this goal. And what I mean by getting your state right is state management. State management is massive. And I do a whole workshop on this. It's really powerful. It's essentially, it's, it's your physical, physical wellness. It's your physical stance. It's your physical being. But it's also your emotional part of your personality as well. It's connecting your brain and your body to be the best you that you can be. Um, and how do we get that right? Well, we need to, there's lots of different things we can do in order to support our state. The people say about getting, you know, setting yourself up for, the, for a good day, getting a good breakfast. I would say setting yourself up for a good day is your sleeping routine the night before. Mm. So let's look at your sleeping routine. The smartphone has to go. Now, I again, I'm not a saint. Easier I said than done, isn't it? Easier, easier said, said than, done. than done. I find myself, especially now we're in January, you know, you, you know, I've got a bit of an interest in, in football and sport. And what am I doing? It's January. The transfer window is open. I'm looking at who Tottenham Hotspur are not going to sign this month. Exactly. <laughs> who are you going to sell? Harry Kane's on his way, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're looking at different, you're looking at the news. You're looking at what's, what's, what's happening in the news. You know, we want the news immediately, always constant. Um, so, so reading the news is a bad habit of mine before bed. You know, one of my goals is to eliminate the amount of time I'm on my phone, mm. you know. So getting it away an hour before I go to bed is very important. Then is you, let's, let's look at your diet. What, when are you eating last in the evening? I know we had a visitor here only last week who, who has a coffee before bed. Now that works for him. Before bed? But it won't work for me before bed. Is he bed. insane? You know, <laughs> but it, it doesn't do it doesn't do him any harm. So my point here is like a pick and mix example is that that works for him. Happy, happy days. But it won't work for many people. So if you find yourself that you're eating too late or you're drinking tea or coffee too late in the evening, then eliminate that. Chamomile tea is wonderful. A bit of mint tea is wonderful. You know, there's lots of different things out there that we can be doing to support our nighttime routine. Obviously, the big one is your bed and your pillows. How comfortable is your bed? Are you happy in your bed? Do you like being in your bed? 
this kind of thing will all support your sleeping pattern and sleeping routine. So lots of things can be done. People like to have a bath. Look, there's loads of things. And you know, I know you love using YouTube as a resource. So many different ideas will pop up on YouTube. Just people, have, have a, check it out, have a look and see what works for you. Explore. But again, link, the, link that back to your smart objectives. So you know, have a plan and know what you're going to do. Take action is effectively the point, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, so so this the physical element element of state management. Then you're getting up the next day, having a healthy breakfast, feeling good. Now, look, when I say healthy, I'm not talking about uh, a nutritionist bre- breakfast, a PT's breakfast. I'm talking about a normal person's breakfast, but a healthy version of that. Now, for me, that's simply a, a Greek yogurt, some fruit and some granola and some seeds with a coffee. That that's what works for me. It doesn't take long. Another idea is some overnight oats. Okay, uh, lots of different ideas. Again, loads of stuff online people can do. But getting a, a good breakfast in is very important. Um, depending on your time of work, you might want to get a walk in. Okay, I understand over at home, um, in Ireland and a few in England, getting a walk in early morning at this time of year is pretty challenging. Mm. Pretty dark. Pretty gloomy. You know, we have to bear in mind that different people in different parts of the world have got different resources, you know. So so use your natural resource as much as possible to, to counteract that, okay. Um, there's loads of beautiful natural resources that, that people at home can be using in, in the forests and the woods and different walks that they can be doing later on in the day, for example, which will support your state. The whole idea here is that you're looking after your physical and emotional well-being. So your state management is you looking after you. So what works for you? What's good for you? As I said, we've addressed the sleeping, we've addressed some diet. You know, that can go on to lunch and to dinner. But look after your diet. Let's eliminate. And I'm not talking about, I always use this example. If you have if you've five McDonald's a week, cut it down to three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not talking about shifting somebody's diet completely here. I'm just talking about bit by bit to feel, start feeling better about yourself. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but behaviors and routines are so important. So getting a bit of exercise in, it could just be a walk, eating better. Again, it could be simple, small steps, looking after your physical appearance, getting a haircut, joining a new gym. You know, some people say to me, oh, I do have a gym and I'm bored. I'm saying, well, change your gym or I, I, I don't have any any enjoyment in going to a gym. I say, well, get some new gym clothes. That's a big one, isn't it? Just get some new, new, new T-shirt, you yeah. know. $10, get a new t-shirt, yeah. get some new shorts, go out and feel good about what you're doing. And that's exactly it. Feel good about what you're doing. And, and what lots of people do to support their state management, this will sound wishy-washy to, to some people. This works for others and it's not for everybody. But it's important, as I always say, pick a mix. You know, some people like to do affirmations. Very powerful. You know, for those of you out there who don't know what affirmations are, it's as simple as writing down some notes on a post-it and and telling yourself things about you, good things about you. You know, so for example, if somebody at work says to you, oh, you know what, you're so so confident. You write down, I am confident. Mm. If somebody says, you're so strong, for example, I am strong. You're so caring, I am caring. You know, start, start piecing together bits of your personality, compliments, and the affirmations are to remind you of how good you are in certain aspects of your life. You know, that's really, really powerful. Journaling works for lots of people. Mm-hmm. And that's writing down different things about how their day went. You know, what good things happened today? What did I learn today? What was my top tip? Different things, you know, again, YouTube or, you know, I talk about this kind of stuff in my book. But there's loads of resources out there that will support you with this. 
One thing I love is deep breathing exercises. Anytime I'm under pressure, anytime I'm feeling anxious, I use my deep breathing exercises. It's as simple as this. Take a breath in through your nose, hold, exhale, and pause. Now, that's one example. There's loads of variations of this kind of stuff. Loads. Again, do what works for you. My daughter does that. My daughter does that, and she's seven. If she's getting worked up, she'll take herself into the corner and take some deep breaths. I say, what are you doing? She goes, just trying to take some deep breaths to compose myself. It is amazing. Well, you know, and absolutely credit to Lily. Credit to her for doing that, taking that action to do it, because she knows it works for her, you know? And if we were all doing this, the stresses and strains to do at work, the pressures of life, especially as a parent, you know, sometimes we just need to take yourself away, take a couple of breaths and come back and we feel so much better. I push this one because I do feel the reward of this one personally, you know, so it works for me. Um, a gratitude book is very powerful. Having to, you know, having to think about what are you grateful for? Again, can sound very wishy-washy, but can be powerful for many people out there. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And, and that links beautifully into, you know, a bit of mindfulness. I, I, I do this with my children, two and four years old. And I get them doing this and we sit in the garden and we close our eyes and we do hearing. What do we hear? Sophia will go, Harry will go, I will go. And then we open our eyes. What do we see? Sophia will go, Harry, and so on and so on and so on. You know, what can we touch? What can we, t all this kind of stuff. And it's just connecting the mind with the body. All contributing to state management. Small little things that will help you out there improve your state management. By improving your state management, you're in a better position, a better state to achieve your goal. So we've looked at smart objectives or smart goals. We've looked at state management. What's your third top tip? Well, a very simple one, Andrew, and I tell people this. I actually only said it to my cousin the other day. Do things that make you happy. Fill your bucket. Our buckets are being emptied by work, by our children by everybody around us. And what I mean by being emptied, people are always taking from us. If you don't continually fill your own bucket, you've got nothing to give, you're going to run and empty. I get so many parents come to me, just broken people, broken because they're empty. Why are they empty? Because they give, 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 give and give. And you'd be amazed, Andrew, that when I say to them, start being kind to yourself. They break down. And I tell you why they break down. Because they don't think of themselves anymore. I use the word. I say, please be a bit more selfish. Selfishness doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a really positive thing. Because sometimes we need to do things for ourselves. I constantly tell my wife, go and get a coffee. Bring a book. Get some time to yourself. Because I do it. I'm extremely mm. selfish. I do, I, of course, I do lots of people, lots of things for, for, for people in, in, in the work and the volunteering stuff I do. But I'm also very selfish. How? I go to the gym. How? I'm away from my children by doing things like this to help other people. So it, it depends what our perspective on the word selfish is. So people out there, please be selfish. Fill your bucket. If you enjoy going to the movies, go. Take action. If you enjoy seeing your friends socializing do it if you've got a best friend that you haven't spoke to in a long time open up zoom 
and have a chat with a coffee or a glass of wine or whatever it is. But it's, you know, there's so much that's achievable now. We just need to take action. So do what makes you happy and do more of it. I think there's some fantastic words there, actually, Kieran. Um, the, the selfishness thing is, I think, um, let's not overgeneralize here, but men are, men tend to be much better at that than than women. Or I know, at least in my house, the, the, the men tend to be much better than the women, don't they? Well, I'll leave that one with you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> So that's our, that's our um, that's our show for today. We're looking at its smart objectives, it's managing your state or state management, and it's doing something that makes you happy. Um, now, as we go into twenty twenty three, we've done some goal setting, haven't we, for the show? And also, we're going to be launching the next wave of courses for parents. Yeah, we had a lovely day of recording last week, Andrew. Thanks to you, and um, we've created our advertisement and. Uh, we're going to have uh, our first parent problem preventer workshop happening on the last Saturday of the month. So very much looking forward to that. Advertisements will go out. Ten places available only. So any parents out there who's looking just for a couple of tips and tools to support your, your child, please get in touch. And as Kim says, we'll be putting out the adverts across social media imminently. But for now, it is New Year's Day and we've talked about going and seeing our family and friends and doing things that make us happy. So we're going to leave it there, Kieran. Happy New Year. Good luck to Tottenham versus Aston Villa this evening. You will need it. And I will see you next time. All the best, Andrew. Thanks so much. Happy New Year to you and to all our listeners. Take care. Bye-bye.